Hey, Spencer, have you heard of Lisa Lampanelli? Oh, you're talking about the queen of mean, right? Yeah, but she's also become the queen of lean. Did you know that? She has a, a play called Stuffed, where she delivers brash, skinny insight from the fridge to your ears. No, oh, yeah, not, no. I don't think that's what happens in the play. <laughs> I've actually heard reviews for the New York Times that have said uh, Stuffed offers laughs, genuine pain, and even a bit of insight. So, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Why? Is that relevant to anything? Well, well, you know, yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, she's got a lot of street cred, and she's also got a new Feral Audio uh, podcast um, where she and her co-host, Mike Morse, uh, talk about health, food, body image, everything else to help you be the best you you can be. That's a that's a, that's a a real hairpin turn for the queen of mean. She's, she's stopped stomping on uh, political sensitivities uh, long enough to help you self-actualize and get, engage in some self-care. So what? She dishes out some tough love as she takes your questions about being fat? Fat, being skinny, being anything but right, and helps you grab a little self-acceptance. I mean, is that what we're talking about? Yeah, but there's other stuff too. Like if you if you want to get yelled at by uh, Lisa, you can email get stuffed at feralaudio.com, uh, and maybe she'll uh, she'll make you feel like a piece of shit on the, on the podcast, <laughs> or, or or maybe she'll make you feel better. I, you you don't know with Lisa Lampanelli, she's the queen. Of mean and lean, um, <laughs> give their give her hotline a ring three four seven four six four two six five four, and you might end up in the show that way too. But in either case, it's worth a listen. It's free. Like uh, I think it's very interesting that she that she's 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 like had some transformative n- nutritional experience that she and now is is, is doing insights because you know what's interesting about the idea of Lisa Lampanelli talking about body image and stuff is that we already know that she doesn't give a shit about what your feelings so and and what we probably need to do more of when we're talking about um, health issues and stuff is actually have some frank conversations we're a very fat country very diabetic country very diluted uh, v- vain. Um, uh, self-loathing, uh, shallow country. Like, like, what, what, what do we need to do to actually be healthy? I, I, I would trust uh, uh, the queen of mean turned queen of lean to, to, to tell me that. Yeah. So make sure you subscribe to uh, get stuffed. Get stuffed. Kick the craving. Subscribe to get stuffed on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com/slash get stuffed, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage. The new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. Hi, my name is Heather Graham, and I'm playing Dorothy Tyson in the movie The Last Rampage. The Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison. And uh, it's a very dark story. And Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife. And I'm super loyal and devoted to him, even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world. One thing I think is interesting about the movie is a lot of these movies, they tell a story about like, oh, this rebellious guy who was this cool gunslinger and, you know, he did it all these wrong things, but he did it for the right reason. And I think this story sort of turns that story on its head because it's got, at first you think he's a cool guy, but then you're like, no, this guy is just like a selfish, self-centered, narcissistic jerk. I like stories about real people. I think sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you just go, I can't believe this is real, but it's real. And then if you do more research, it's even stranger than the stuff they put in the script. It's just like, sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today.
For more information, visit truecrimelive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at Last Rampage Film or on Facebook.com slash Last Rampage Film. Feral Audio. Yeah. This is for you, Tommy Ramon. We lost our last Ramon, everybody. One and all, welcome back to uh, Meltdown Comics, the Nerd Melt Theater. Carmentown is now in session. Spend a moment enjoying Tommy Ramone's drumming. What a good band. We lost all of the original members, but they will live forever in our hearts. On that note, welcome to stage the mayor of Harmontown, Mr. Dan Harmon. Thank you. Ramones. Uh, yeah, did you ever see a movie called Rock and Roll High School? Yeah. From the 80s? Uh-huh. The Ramones were kind of like heavily featured in that. PJ Soul's character loves the Ramones, and she has a dream sequence where they're like in her apartment or something. It's a cute movie. Uh, anyways, PJ Souls was murdered by uh, Michael Myers in the first Halloween movie, I believe. Is that right? I think so. That movie's terrible. She's one of Jamie Lee Curtis's uh, uh, improper teen friends, has pr- promiscuous sex, and suffers the fate that all young ladies do uh, at the hands of a, a, a brazen metaphor for syphilis, Michael Myers. <laughs> it's, it's funny how horror, horror, horror movies, they don't really change that much in that one regard. It's, I was I, like, like, like the, that teen culture being like put on trial. Like You still don't really see... Uh, it's like, like, like that's basically all the horror movies. They just continue to punish teens for, for the gr- same crimes for growing up, for 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 experimenting, yeah, for in any regard, yeah, like like, like for not doing their homework, for <laughs> for, for, for for skinny dipping, yeah, yeah, like, like they keep they just, we just keep killing them for 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 being young, um, which was why uh, Cabin in the Woods was so awesome because it kind of like like concretized that mythology. Wow, I'm boring the fuck out of myself. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I was uh, I was standing on the uh, front walk outside my house today. I invited Aaron down to do the show because I know Kumail couldn't be here, and uh, I had her. Hey, uh, what am I? Chopped liver? Uh, the, uh, the crowd was almost mute- mutinous. <laughs> He actually could do the show. I told him not to because I, I, I don't like what's going on around here. You guys are getting a little too friendly. It's called Harmontown. I don't get paid to not, do this not, shit. Not Silicon Valley. Yeah. Yeah, you can watch him on HBO. You love him so much. I, I loved the image of him walking around in his underwear looking for his Bruce Springsteen shirt. I've been, I've been thinking about that forever. Uh, oh, that, that's a whole different story. Yeah. 
Uh, maybe I just love the image of him in his underwear. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe it doesn't matter what he's looking for. Maybe maybe I like to think he's looking for me. <laughs> so I was standing on the front walk, and uh, Aaron's Aaron's coming down. Uber's in front. Uh, still haven't gotten over my Uber addiction. No matter what they do to me, uh, Aaron's coming down. And I look back, it's a beautiful summer night in Los Angeles, and Aaron's looking particularly beautiful. And uh, we've been doing couples therapy, and uh, uh, so I feel like I'm becoming a better, better lover. Mentally, not physically. <laughs> I, look, I look back. Now, now you, uh, physically, you just, you just picture uh, Kumail and Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I look back as she comes down the, the, the DreamWorks flagstone walkway that I have outside my house. I call it DreamWorks flagstone. It's a certain aesthetic. Uh, and uh, what, what, you guys don't, you, you don't go to DreamWorks? <laughs> That brick they use. Based on how many people were in that building, I assume half of you directed Kung Fu Panda. Um, uh, So she's she's halfway down, and I'm just taken with her beauty. She's she's framed against a beautiful Los Angeles summer night. A smile creeps across my face as I'm watching her. Uh, uh, float down the walkway towards me, thinking about how in love with her I am and how lucky I'll, I am to be getting to spend the rest of my life with her. Uh, and she stops and she looks at me, looking at her that way, and she goes, Are you farting? <laughs> I want to know what love is. <laughs> Why you show me? Yeah. <laughs> Dan? Were you farting? <laughs> I was not. Because those, those, two, those two concepts aren't mutually exclusive. <laughs> you could have been watching her float down the uh, DreamWorks Langstones and be farting at the same yeah. time. Uh, we, we learned in couples therapy the, the, uh, the proper structure of an apology, Jeff. Apologies are not studied in contemporary society. There's one man out there uh, in the psychology community that studies apology. The good ones, bad ones, uh, fake ones. And uh, and the psych, psych, psychological community is always he's, he's he's a controversial figure. You might call him the Noam Chomsky of psychology. <laughs> this he's, is, a, he's a lone gunman out there. This is your therapist, or your therapist is quoting this person. She's quoting this person. He wrote a book called I don't know On Apology. I think the book is called. She she pulled it off her bookshelf and started reading from it. At which point I was like, What the fuck? Is this coming off my time? You're reading another guy's book out loud. This is insane. It's like Netflix therapy. I don't know what that means. It's just two buzzwords. Uh, Therapy's a buzzword. Shut up! DreamWorks Flagstones. Apologies, Jeff. They like like a good story. Dan, will you tell me about apology structure? They have three three parts to them. Apologies have have three legs. It's like a tripod. A proper apology, one that makes a difference historically. A lot of his book is uh, about the history of apologies, the ones that worked. What's, what, what's the most famous apology? Uh, well, the, the most, one of the most famous failed ones, yeah. uh, Nixon. 
Nixon bothered to say, I'm, I'm really sorry if you guys feel like I'm a crook. You know, like that. It's a typical, like we've all done that apology. I'm sorry if you feel that way. It's like, it's all on you. You're a fucking dumbass. Like, I'm sorry if you have something wrong with you. I, I'm sorry I'm so impeachable. Yeah. I can't remember, I can't remember one that, a famous one that really uh, made a huge difference. But, but historically, politically, if you examine situations where a wrong has been done and then someone tries to address it, there are historically examples of times when it works, times when it doesn't work. It's not scientific, but it's uh, anecdotal. Uh, the, uh, the, the, uh, this guy posits that an apology has three parts to it. Part one, acknowledgement of the offense. So you say, Jeff, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I spilt your water. Okay. Uh, okay. You don't have to applaud for each thing. They they didn't. Step two. Well, one one guy keeps. I don't know if there's a mosquito that he's trying to. Uh, if he's trying to start the world's slowest slow clap. Uh, the uh, second second leg of the tripod is remorse. You got to actually feel bad. You got to actually communicate the shame that you feel, the remorse you feel about the thing you did wrong. And the third thing, a commitment to change. Okay, so... I, All three uh, so, things. So, Dan, let's say you spilt my water, and how would you apologize using this, that, that tripod? Jeff, I'm sorry that I spilled your water. I feel terrible that I spilled your water. I'm never going to spill your water again. Perfect <laughs> apology. Now, what if, you're, what if you're being asked in a relationship to apologize for something that maybe you feel there was, like... It was a two-way street. Okay. That. Well, that's the, you just take turns. I go, I go, Aaron, I'm sorry that I came drunk into the bedroom in nothing but my underwear, holding uh, uh, my pot box that you filled with uh, uh, charades paper from your party <laughs> and having dumped out all my paraphernalia uh, and brandished it about like a stone savage uh, go going, ah! You don't respect my property! <laughs> I, I'm sorry I did that. <laughs> I'm sorry I shamed you. I'm sorry I made you feel ashamed. Uh, I feel terrible about it because it makes me feel like I've become my dad. Uh, and uh, you know what? I'm going to try to figure out a way to be drunk and accountable. <laughs> And if that fails, then we'll have to start doing the, the hard stuff. <laughs> what is that? Well, if I can't, if I can't be a good person when I'm drunk, then of course you gotta, oh, gotta become one of those people. Wait, wait, wait. wait the, what are the, you talking about? The Jason Robards people. The the fucking the uh, the the. It's been thirty days, and I'm so proud of myself. People. Uh, uh, sober. Quitters. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not, I don't want to talk about it. Let's just hope I get my shit together while drunk. Uh, so, yeah, that's a, that's a, that's. I mean, that, that, that would be the greatest thing in the world, to be the world's best drunk. I, it's called a functional alcoholism. I've got it nailed down in every aspect of my life, except for when Aaron, and, you know, Aaron and I have a couple When, when Aaron loses your weed? <laughs> yeah, when she... I, whenever. I mean, I don't know. It's kind of... Uh, I'm a bad person when I drink sometimes with my lovers. It's not good. 
I gotta figure out how to. I gotta have to carry it like a rabbit's foot or something and rub it and go like, knock it off, Dad. Yeah. Or like a locket with a picture of my dad in it. Like open it up and go like, I'm not you, man. And then and then the on the other side is a picture of my mom and I go like, why'd you henpeck him so much? It wasn't just the booze. And then I close it. Are you reacting like that for it? Doesn't, doesn't make a lot of sense. Because, because they're worried <laughs> about my parents. They're no about you. I'm 41. I mean, I'm gonna, you know, what? Well, exactly what? I mean, I, I, like what? I'm 41. What? Are you saying it's too late to uh, to adapt and to? No, I was just finished explaining that I'm gonna try to make some changes. It's a c- commitment to change. It's the third act you, of a You said you apology. wished you had a rabbit's foot. That was, that was, on one side was your father, uh, and on the other side was your mother, and you blamed her for your father being like he was. Well, they can't all be gems. <laughs> also, I've been drinking a little. So I, I suppose maybe that's why my commitment to change got a little warbly. Warbly. Sports Corner! It's a world of sports, and Dan Harmon is a fan of them all. Uh, 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 uh. Dan, today the, uh, the World Cup came to its uh, beautiful uh, climax. The finals happened today. Uh, Obviously, did, I'd be a fool to not know that. Uh, top of your head, what's? Give me some. Just, just throw some headlines at me for you. It's all over. It's finally over. The World Cup only happens every once in a while. It's. It's not annually. No. For those of you dumbasses who thought it was, this is a bigger deal. It's like the Olympics. How, how, how often would you say? I mean. What year, did, uh, in 2014, where, where, where we're living now, what year do you project the next World Cup would be? <laughs> well, it's not, it's, I mean, it's like the Olympics. <laughs> so? So, four years from now. Yeah! So, I mean, and what an ending to what a World Cup. I... What, what, uh, this is the first time that I've ever said this about a World Cup. Uh, Anything you say right now will be the first time you said this about a World Cup. I'm gonna, I, I would call it a, a world mug. <laughs> like it was that good. B- 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 boomy. You, you mean bigger than a cup? Yeah, like more, and more intimate. <laughs> Prouder. Something that said world's greatest... Grandpa World Cup on it. Do you, do you feel the best team won today, Dan, in the finals? Well, I mean, obviously, Jeff, in the technical sense, the reason for the sports, various scorekeeping mechanisms is to determine who won and who is the, therefore the best team. Do I feel the best team won? I mean, because sometimes it can come down to penalty kicks or it can come down to just defense and people like, uh, do you feel like that's all part of the sport, Jeff? Yeah. All those things. I, I guess. I guess my question is, who won today, Dan? Well, I, I, I mean, we all know who won today. And I, but I will say, I was shocked when, that they did win. I was shocked that they won. Why is that? Well, because 
you don't really associate that country with flat land. <laughs> which soccer is on a flat field and this is a, this is a very this is a very mountainous what, country what, 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 what kind of terrain right I mean it, it's a large country that includes mountainous uh, terrain exactly <laughs> so you'd expect them to be worse at soccer than the other team now Dan uh, it's the first time that a European team played uh, and won a world cup on American European. soil uh, yeah, that's, yeah. I can't believe it. I can't believe, I can't believe Germany won. Is that a guess? Yeah. You're right. Yeah! I'm a fucking sport head. Dan, what do you mean, is that a guess? <laughs> well, I'll follow up that question with who did they beat? Well, they were on American soil. Yes. And as we all know in soccer, you don't just play another team on another country's soil, right? It's not like one country hosts for two other well, br countries. Brazil was the host nation, but Brazil got knocked out by Germany, and, and, and ignominiously they got killed seven to one. The worst defeat, uh, I think, probably the, 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 the most terrible feat in Brazil's uh, World Cup history. Uh, so, another, another. South American team lost today. And uh, tell me why you think they lost, and tell me what color their flag is. <laughs> Look, I, 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 I... Just name, name some primary colors. <laughs> I think their flag has green in it. Nope. That's not, that's not a primary color. Primary... You, you got a one in three chance just to start off. Chile? No. Chile is not a primary color either. It's not red or yellow. Argentina. Yes! Argentina lost to Germany on American soil for the first time. That's why it was a world mug. Incredible. I can't wait till 2018. Now, everyone go back to, to remembering that you're not interested in soccer at all. Dan, what, 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 what country do you think in four years' time will be the, uh, the ascendant team that will uh, shock us? Well, I think based on this year's, this uh, quad, quad, quadra year's uh, uh, performances from all the teams, just observing, I felt like... Um, you're seeing a lot of foot action from France. Woo! Oh yeah, tons. Like they were, this is a team, that, this is a country that knows about foot action. So, and I feel like they just didn't have the, um, the contiguous, 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 yeah. uh, 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 sort of like, 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 sort of, what's, what, sorry, what's that? Contiguousness. Conti contiguousness. Yeah. They, but I think that four years they'll be contiguous. Uh, when they'll combine that with their foot action, I think France. They'll, they'll be contiguous to other countries next to them, like uh, like Portugal or Spain or. No, their foot action will be contiguous with each other. Like when one guy kicks the ball, the other guy will start kicking it again too. 
and I don't think any of them will use their hands. I saw what you saw from Francis here is they're very good with their feet, but then sometimes they use their hands, and that's when they get into trouble. Now, Dan, You're not supposed to use your hands in soccer. Dan, as you, you as, use your feet. Dan, as I'm sure you know, uh, uh, famously, a lot of European clubs went out early. We lost Portugal, uh, England, Spain, uh, France, Italy. They went out quite early. Um, what do you, what would you say if, 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 uh, if you were going to be the new coach, let's say, of, um, of England, what would you say to the, to the, uh, the youth teams that you're bringing up new talent? What, what, yeah. what, what <laughs> well, would your yeah, advice first be? First of all, get out there. Like, use the grass. Don't fight the grass. <laughs> Never stop running because the ball doesn't stop rolling. If your if your if your teammate is open, then kick the ball to him and 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 get it like box out the the other team. Get get in those defense zones yeah. and and then make them into offense zones by by moving them forward. Encroach on the goalie and and get in the get in the hot boxes and and <laughs> and cross uh, cross tether. Yeah, exactly. Like, now, Dan, uh, when when uh, when Germany ran over Brazil, the home nation. Uh, they scored what five goals uh, in the first thirty minutes, maybe or something like that. Uh, it's forty-five minutes in. It's five nil. You're you're Brazil's coach. You're down five goals at, at, at halftime. What do you say to your team to rally them for the next forty-five minutes to come out and turn it around, at least, or to at least salvage some sort of uh, pride out of it? This is it. <laughs> There's a bunch of dirt out there, and we're not dirt. God brought us up out of it. Am I the German coach? <laughs> okay, well, let's do both. No, I mean, this G got, Germany this got stale G after G I... Germany's winning by five goals. Do you, you, you want to be German's coach? Yeah, I want to be the German coach. Okay. <laughs> You're you're up five goals to nil, okay, right. and, and and you're playing on Brazilian soil, and 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 the crowd that was filled with a hundred thousand Brazilian zealots is now gone completely silent. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you hear that sound, uh, Der Himmels? <laughs> that means friend. <laughs> That's the sound of shame. Our Teutonic legacy. <laughs> We're entitled to this. We're entitled to a lot more that I'm not allowed to mention. But since receiving my new identity as a soccer coach, I have come to accept that we can gain territory on that field. I want you guys to go out there and annex the whole game. <laughs> Uh, yeah, okay, we're done with Sports Corner now. <laughs> Sorry, G German Harmontown fans. German Harmontown fans, they must, they, they, they're like, yeah, 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 we get it. They get it. The ger <laughs> the, enough with the German jokes, we get it. We made it a oopsie. I mean, it, it was Germany versus Argentina, and so there's a little c complicity going on. Oh, you, 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 you know that that game was determined, yeah, in the back room, like, based on extradition and... <laughs> By Dr. Mengele? Yeah, like, the whole, yeah, there's like, well, we'll give you three clones of his head. <laughs> Wait, you, you think Argentina has Hitler's head cloned? I think a lot of places have Hitler's head cloned, bro. 
And you need to wake up and check your privilege. Wait. Uh, ha- hashtag, what's up? I heard, I heard somebody say today, they're talking about uh, Facebook being intrusive and Facebook, like, like it's hard to delete your Facebook account. Someone said that the CIA might have given lots of money to Facebook. Is there any credence in that or is that just crazy? Well, the NSA, I mean, you could go online. It's fucking insane. The NSA did everything. Like, no one cares. It's, I, I, I don't care. It's like, 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 the NSA was all over the fucking place. I'm sure it includes Facebook. They, they were funded by, like, Facebook? Well, I don't know, money? funded by, but they were absolutely complicit. Like, 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 I don't even, I mean, if somebody were to come up and. Does anybody have any thoughts would, about that? It would turn into, I mean, we're talking about 25 minutes of somebody. That's how long it would take to finish listing the NSA's transgressions uh, against its domestic citizens in the last 10 years, which have all come to light thanks to a guy who is, you know, some people view as a traitor. On Saturday and Sunday on on CNN, now they just air forensic files. Now now they become like like the History Channel. And and they just air forensic files where a guy goes... "Uh, a, a woman was murdered, and there was only uh, a Q-tip on the ground. Uh, would would ten years from now would there be science to to uh, to find out who her, her murderer was? <laughs> and, and, and the answer is yes. Otherwise, uh, so now there's going to be shows where they're going to find out there's a picture of a guy in the background and facial recognition of a dude in a Facebook. Uh, oh yeah, absolutely. Because they've been storing this shit. The weird thing about the whistleblowing is that it's like this big brew. Ha ha! Oh, you blew the whistle. You told on us for spying on American citizens, but nothing has changed. And then also, now that the whistle's blown, exactly ten years from now, that stuff's all admissible. If I mean, as long as you're kind of, sort of connected to the concept of maybe the threat of perhaps being something to do with terrorism, by someone's definition, ten years from now, it's uh, uh, let's not talk about it. It's there's there's got to be nine other podcasts all around us that do nothing but talk about it. I hope so. They're, I don't. You know they were. They, they fucking. Uh, Are you saying our podcast isn't a trenchant political? Podcast? It's certainly not well researched. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, there's got to be a good podcast out there where somebody that does their homework and like will talk about the stuff. And I think no, there's not. Be... There's not. <laughs> I certainly, I certainly like. My my excuses work. Like, ah, I was right in community. I like to make the nice people laugh. I don't know anything about them right, looking so, at us through our laptop cameras. That, now you, you work for Yahoo now. Yeah. All right, so w- when does that go into uh, production? Uh, I have to check with the CIA. I, I don't know. The CIA? <laughs> well, there's a different structure over there now. Yeah. I have to go for the industrial complex and then the military complex. And then there's this third thing that's like a combination of them both. I can't remember the name. Uh, and then the funding comes through. The checks are from Yahoo, but, but the notes come from the Secretary of Agriculture for some reason. Uh, so there's a lot of like, couldn't there be more wheat in this? Do you know how many uh, episodes you're supposed to deliver? Uh, thirteen. No, no, we're gonna make it. Yeah, yeah, thirteen, thirteen, thirteen. Yeah. Is, is it the same time structure? Like the same? Yeah, as far as I know. Yeah, I don't want too much to change about it. I don't want it to be like bloated out or shrunken down. I want it to feel relatively the same. So that's what she said. That's what, that's what she said. Thank you, Adam. Uh, all right. Well, let's. Uh, <laughs> we've got. <laughs> We've got an exciting evening uh, in store for you. That Trevor was all the- not here tonight. <laughs>
Yeah, did you hear that, Camille? They plotted when you weren't here. Because he is listening. He's that egotistical. He's busy. He's too busy. He's probably in some He's... movie called, like, y You've Got Kumail. <laughs> He wishes. Hope, he wishes. I hope. I hope my stutter made it clear. I did not approve of that as it came out of my mouth. You got <laughs> that was my thumbs down on my own dumb pun. Uh, let's 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 bring to the stage the lovely crimson-haired phoenix of the deep. Kumail Nagiani. Aaron McGathy. Phoenix of the deep. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know. I rise, but not not that far. She rises, <laughs> she rises and then, then drowns. Yeah. I, I, I only know that I'm a phoenix. Everyone else is like, she died in that hole. <laughs> I was trying to think of Fomke Johnson's uh, uh, X-Men character coming out of the ocean. Um. <laughs> so I whittled together Phoenix of the deep. My brain's dying. <laughs> And I'll get a like I'm going to get a CAT scan of my chest so we can find out if my body's dead. Dan, uh, give me a three-pronged apology about Phoenix of the Deep. <laughs> I'm sorry I did bad improv as your introduction. Uh, it makes me feel like a hack and like I'm disintegrating in front of your eyes and you haven't even married me yet. I'm going to try t through a combination of... Was that your remorse? That was my remorse, okay, yeah. Okay. My commitment to change is that I'm, I'm hoping that somehow a, a combination of Rogaine and a new car will help change me to a younger, smarter man. Possibly a tiny tattoo. Like maybe a yin-yang. Dan, if you, had to, if you were a forest, gun to your head, you had to get a tattoo tonight, right? I walk you just two blocks down uh, to get a tattoo. And you, 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 have to, you have to shoot from the hip. What tattoo do you get? Where do you put it on your body? All right. Uh, I'll, I'll limit it to a, uh, like a, a two or a three inch by three inch square, like, uh, like size. All right. Well, that, that's going to go in my chest. And it'll be Pac-Man from the video game eating dots. And then on the, the dots lead to the word establishment. <laughs> which, which either means okay. the establishment gives you power now, now, now Dan my follow up question to that is how much money do you want me to give you to make that happen tonight <laughs> I will never and, get a and, and, I'm, and I'm not joking what, what, what is your outside number for, for us walking down to the tattoo parlor <laughs> And you get you getting that done. Why do you think I, I said yes to the Yahoo deal? I'm never going to need money again. <laughs> okay. Uh, how, what would it take to make that happen? I, I, I swear, there's no bad idea that it certainly. Well, you is. maybe, maybe, but I'm not committing to this. But the not money, but possibly it would have to be something like you getting an even worse tattoo. <laughs> what, what would that tattoo be? <laughs> I, I I don't. I, Adam Goldberg gets to pick uh, what your tattoo. Adam Goldberg, come to the stage and give me a worse tattoo. But I'm not committing to any of this. <laughs> Adam Goldberg, if Dan gets the Pac-Man, you're talking about the uh, the Pac-Man with the legs and arms? No, no, not the no. So well, not 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 Pac Packy, uh, the guy. That, yeah. 
From, from the TV show. No, no. Not they, the they called him Pac-Man. So you, you, you're talking about Pac-Man just the proper yeah, just, yeah. Uh, circle with the wedge out of it. Yeah, Pac-Man. yeah. Just the, yeah. Just eating, the... eating, eating power pellets that uh, establishment next to it. Yep. Okay. Adam, pitch me what I would get in, in a... <laughs> probably, probably just the Community Season 4 logo. Just right on the forehead. And it's on the forehead? And it's and it's Wayne Brady saying I didn't mind it with the word balloon community the season four logo. Adam Goldberg, everybody. Adam Goldberg. I would never I would never get a tattoo. I wouldn't either. I would only get a tattoo of a racial epithet written backwards in blacklight on my head. <laughs> if they invented blacklight tattooing and it said something terrible, that only if you went they've to a d- club. They've done it. They've something. done it. Let's go to the tattoo shop. Yeah. <laughs> so why do you want it backwards so you can deny? You can plausibly say so, so I can see it in the mirror and remind myself uh, that you're racist. I would, never, <laughs> I, I would never get a tattoo. Although if if I did get a, a tattoo, I think I would get on my chest. I would get. Uh, uh, the diagram of CPR instructions. Are <laughs> like two spots where the paddles go? <laughs> <laughs> or d- like down my arms and legs, uh, really good recipes. <laughs> uh, like, oh, uh, I, I, did, Jeff, how, how do you make really good buttermilk biscuits? Well, that's funny, you should ask. <laughs> but what do you do when someone's like, ah, you should add cinnamon? <laughs> like, uh, uh, you then, try then, something then, one day and you're then like, I show you my other whole- tattoo. Which has uh, asterisks. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm not, I, I'm too OCD to get a tattoo. I, I, I if I had a tattoo on one arm, I would feel that like that arm weighed more than the other arm. I wouldn't mind I getting, don't, I don't getting, getting a tattoo of hair on the on the top of my head. Are you, so that, are you losing your hair? Well, I feel like I've I've always been a little thin. It, my my hair is very fine. I'm 41. So what did I think I was going to look like? Uh, you know, Hugh Grant forever. Uh, he, he, he's losing his hair too well he's older than me I mean Hugh Grant from the movies we've been watching all week <laughs> you've had a, had a bit of a Grant thong uh, a Grant thong? yeah I just noticed that if I ever see myself on video or in a picture in my, when my head goes down and there's light coming at it like I'd see nothing but scalp it's, it's, it's of concern to me also where I do see a lot of hair the old comb I don't comb my hair a lot, so I don't know if if the reason why when I do, like, wow, oh, that's a lot of hair. I don't know if that's just because I don't comb my hair enough, or maybe it's because you have too much hair. Yeah, <laughs> your hair's like this. This is unfair to <clears throat> Phoenix of the Deep. Uh, hey, looks like it's time for Game Corner. <laughs> There's a lot of corners to this show. There are a lot of corners. Well, there's two corners to the show. Well, I fun fact. I well, I named both of the corners. That's why I'm not creative. I guess it's all the same. That's not a fun Uh, fact. What? It's not a fun fact. No, it's not. It's uh, 
All right. Um, <laughs> can I have, uh, I need two volunteers for this game. People that maybe have never been on stage before. You right here, and Me. you right here. Oh, you've Me. been on stage? Me, I've never <laughs> You've never been on stage? Okay, come on stage. What is your name? Oren? Oren. Warren? Oren. 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 And this is? Morgan. Morgan. Morgan and Oren. Hi. Welcome. All right. We, uh, we're going to play, um, we're going to revisit uh, Harmonized Impressions. Yeah. There we go. It was a mixed reaction. <laughs> and the crowd goes mild. I think it, I think it, wasn't, it wasn't good showmanship for me to say it as I'm like doing stuff and uh, it makes me feel ashamed. Now do it like, like, like an impresario. All right. Tonight, your lives will change. Your children will ask you about the day that you witnessed the second coming of Harmonized Impression. Green shirt enthusiast from Gascarino. And we also have Morgan, who probably played the guitar at some point. No, okay. She looks like she plays the Alright, now the game is very simple. You're like the Silver Lake Don Rickles. <laughs> Please try my homemade beer in the back of the room. Alright, uh, Silver Lake Don. Okay. Um, Alright, so for this game, Dan is going to uh, perform impressions, and you guys are going to be guessing what impression he's doing. During the game, you both have a Jeff card. So... You have one opportunity during the course of the game to flag your Jeff card after Dan performs an impression, if it's maybe an impression that, that you need a little more help on. All right? And then Jeff will do the same impression. Wait, I, I have to help do it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll, it'll, if they it'll, use their Jeff card. Use. It'll make sense when it happens. Yes, one time use. It's like a wild card. Grab this. Pen. All right. Uh, for the listeners, um, I'm doing this seamlessly. <laughs> All right, Dan, here are your impressions. Okay. <laughs> now, to, uh, to start the game, uh, you're both going to do a very quick impression. Uh, Aaron, of, real quick, are, are huh? these impressions that you've heard Dan do before or not? Uh, uh, no. <laughs> no. Some of them he has, some of them he hasn't. So these, the are, mixed bag. these are wild cards for, as far as Dan is concerned. These are wild cards. I, I can see what looking on Dan's face right now that he's uh, he's flummoxed, <laughs> he, or, or I guess a better word is bummed out. <laughs> she said in the in the Uber on the way over. She's you, what, what phrase did you use? Is that, you that said, I was I was you were going to throw me some more? yeah you were going to throw me some gifts tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So All right. Here we go. How does the game work? All right, so we're going to start the game uh, with each of you doing your best Dan impression, and I'm going to be the judge, so take that into account. Um, are, are we a team? Or are we? You are not a team. Okay. You're going up against each other. You're mortal, Jeff, if you mortal invite, opponents. Jeff is going to keep score. It'll make sense as we go on. All right, Oren, your best uh, Dan impression. Well, the government. <laughs> what are you going to do? Well, 
I don't know. Just, uh... <laughs> all right, Oren. Morgan. That was Morgan. No, that was Oren. That was Oren? That was Oren. Oh, I thought he was Morgan. Hey, Trey. <laughs> all right, Morgan. Okay. <laughs> okay, you guys. Uh, this duck with AIDS walks into a bar. Oh, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Morgan because I want her to be my friend a little bit. <laughs> All right, so Morgan's going to go first. So she has one point right now. She has no points. That's just uh, to see who goes first. So I, I don't score that. Don't score that. So Morgan is going for it first. All right, so Morgan, I'm going to give you two categories. And you choose the category from which you want the uh, impression to be given. First category is ah, I didn't see you there. Second category is these beats are cold. <laughs> ah! I didn't see you there. Or, these beats are cold. I don't understand either of those. <laughs> so I'm going to go with, these beats are cold. All right, great. So these are uh, rappers with uh, temperature-related names. <laughs> and uh, the first time we played this game, we had Dan read from Bartlett's book of quotations. But this time, I'm just going to give him a topic, and he's going to give a fact or riff on that topic. So your topic is pickles. For real. <laughs> Far as I'm concerned, there's two types of pickles in this motherfucker. Dill and whatever the fuck. <laughs> So all y'all motherfuckers need to get the fuck out of my face. Excellent. All right. So, Morgan. I, I know who it is. Morgan, was that A, iced tea, B, ice cube, or C, vanilla ice? Ice cube. Correct! All right. Flawless. Gold. So, Morgan, Gold. point. All right, Oren, your categories are, ah, I didn't see you there, or falsetto ladies do it best. How can I say no to that one? All right, so uh, this is a member of Monty Python. <laughs> and Dan, your topic is the God particle. I already know it. <laughs> they found this particle, they did. <laughs> I was right. I was right. Oh, <laughs> it's a good particle. <laughs> Is he from Australia? Yes, he's Australian. No, it's not. It's not supposed to be. <laughs> It's called the the the, the Gibson Hughes particle. I, I can't stop sounding Australian. I don't. All right, Oren, was that A. Eric Idle, B. John Cleese, C. Graham Chapman? Um, I'm gonna go with B. That is incorrect. It was Eric Idle. All right, um, clearly. <laughs> That's not an Eric Idle. This is an Eric Idle. By the way, Jeff, when I did that sound effect, that what did that sound like? What? The a, a foghorn? Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. 
Wow. All right. Wow. All right, so whenever someone's incorrect, I'm going to go like this to you, okay? All right, here we go. Talent. That's amazing. That is amazing. Finally, you've been offered something. I've been given a gift. You need to use that to help people. Like like ship ship captains. (laughs) (laughs) It's better than a real foghorn. Dan, get something wrong again, you'll hear it again. All right. Here we go. All right. You know what? I'm going to do my next impression really bad on purpose just to hear that sound again. (laughs) This course still 1 to 0, right? Uh, it's 1 0. 1 0. Morgan is in the lead. Morgan Morgan has jumped out to a shocking lead. Morgan, uh, your categories to choose from are, ah, I didn't see you there, or the rhythm of spellbound vogue. (laughs) I I better go with the rhythm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, So these are um, female pop stars that were successful in the 80s and beyond. Or female pop stars, so that's Uh, who this is. Dan's got this nail already. (laughs) And Dan, your subject is Kubla Khan. Kubla Khan? Kubla Khan. What? Kubla Khan? Kubla Khan? It's a convention. Kubla Khan. What did you say? It's a convention. Convention. I thought it was a poem. Was I wrong? I worked with Kubla Khan on my third video, and he was fantastic. And I'm really classy. <laughs> All right. Okay, Morgan. <laughs> was that was that A. Janet Jackson, B. Madonna, C. Paula Abdul? Can, can I use my wild card? You can. Thank you. All right. So Jeff is this person. Yeah. All right. And uh, you're going. To, your subject is gravity. Um, listen, gravity, stop preaching. Uh, it's, it's like you're some sort of uh, celestial father. Um, I'm like the Madonna. All right, we're again. What's that? Hey. <laughs> was that A, Janet Jackson? <laughs> B, Madonna. C, Paula Abdul. Madonna. That is correct! <laughs> uh, I, I was doing Janet Jackson. You were? No. Oh. Uh, why would I just... <laughs> I'm too gullible. Uh, Jeff, do you know how to make a bicycle bell? Uh, yes. Do, go ahead. Bring, bring. Okay, so when it's correct, then you do the bicycle bell. <laughs> All right, Oren. 2-0, Morgan's in the lead. You still, you still have time to catch up. Uh, your categories are, ah, I didn't see you there, or don't be shyer. <laughs> Don't be sure. (laughs) All right. So these are, this is an actor from the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Dan, your subject is the Donner Party. (laughs) The the Madonna Party? (laughs) 
felt by your kind when you were in that cabin. I wish you never to feel it again. Come to me. Don't eat each other. For you are doomed to live but one life. Kurakaglo. Was that A, Orlando Bloom, B, Kate Blanchett, or C, Liv Tyler? No, uh, Kate Blanchett. <laughs> All right, it was Liv that, Tyler. That was a really good Liv Tyler impression. Thank you. Kate Blanchett would have been a lot more strident. <laughs> Dan, just for fun, can we hear a, a little a Blanchett? Uh, talking about pickles? Yeah. Uh, sure. Listen close and hearken to the tale of the Vlasic. <laughs> All right. Morgan, your categories are... Ah! I didn't see you there. Or Tipsy TV. I think I'll bite on the ad and didn't see you there. All right! All right. So these are, this is a creepy uh, man related to movies. <laughs> and uh, Dan, your subject is uh, traffic. Oh, it was so hard getting down here on the five today. I didn't think I'd be able to get off on the ten because there were spiders and ghosts. <laughs> Paul but Abdul. I loved them. It's Paul Abdul, I know it. I let them merge in front of me. Because I love them. <laughs> because I love spiders and ghosts. All right. Morgan, was that A, Tim Burton? Famous voice actor. Yeah, like Madonna. B, Vincent Price, or C, Ed Wood? Uh, Tim Burton? Oh! <laughs> nice. It was Vincent Price. It was Vincent Price. Okay. It's, it's, it's a pretty good Vincent Price impression. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's not. But, but Morgan, how old are you? 26. Yeah, you don't know Vincent yeah. Price. <laughs> All right, Oren, your topics are Tipsy TV, or your categories are Tipsy TV or Dan Dudes. <laughs> Let's go Dan Dudes. All right, uh, these are, this is a friend of Dan's. <laughs> and uh, Dan, your subject is um, shoes. I'll tell you something about good shoes. A good shoe is the most important thing in the world. I got some whip-ass Justin Timberlake shoes the other day. I had them laced up. I go outside my house. I'm just going to go get a coffee. A guy comes up. What are you doing? What are you wearing? 
I'm just wearing some shoes. That's all I do. He goes, thank you. Those shoes are perfect. I didn't know they were perfect. I just wore the shoes. This is Paul Abdul, right? <laughs> My shoes are amazing. All right, Oren. <laughs> was that A, Rob Schraub, B, Jeff Davis, or C, Spencer Crittenden? Jeff Davis. That is correct! Bring, bring, bring. Bring. Justin Timberlake shoes? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the names of shoes. I'm not going to wear some Justin Timberlake shoes. Other than that, how did you feel about that impression? I felt pretty Was good. it like listening in a mirror? No, I... <laughs> Yes, it was like listening in a mirror. <laughs> I thought all right. it was all right. I almost used my Jeff card. Jeff, what is the score? Huh? <laughs> he almost used his Jeff card. The score is two to one. Morgan is uh, in a shocking uh, two to one lead. All right, Morgan. This is, this is just like soccer. Yeah. <laughs> Morgan, your categories are tipsy TV or animated father types. <laughs> Tipsy TV. <laughs> Tipsy TV. All right, so this is a male performer who was on television in the 1970s. <laughs> but if you're a fan she, she, of the she show... She was born in the 90s. If you're a fan of the show... All right, so Dan, your subject is uh, horses. So my friend called me, and he said, let's go to the horse track. And I said, let's go to the hop. Let's go to the hop. Let's go to the Let's use my car. So we got in the car and we, and we started up the and we started the I know it. And we go down the driveway. I'm in heaven. I am in heaven. All right, we're good. Maybe rely on your power Morgan, of deduction. Morgan, if you get this right, I'm going to buy you a car. I'm gonna, you a <laughs> I'm gonna buy you a I'm gonna buy you I'm gonna buy you a Morgan, uh, what is that? A, Charlie Callis, B, Sammy Davis Jr., or C, Dean Martin? <laughs> she has no idea what you're talking about. She, she doesn't know any of those three people. Yes, I did forget all the people. So, person A. That is correct! You get a point. You get a point. You get a point. Morgan, you get to go home in your very own car. All right, we're nearing the end. Oren. Dan, thank you for doing Charlie Cows, by the way. I love that. You're welcome. No, that's... If, if you don't know Charlie Callis, fucking just, just Google him. He's so good. So overrated. Better than right. Justin right. Timberlake shoes. <laughs> Justin Timberlake shoes. What kind of shoes is Justin Improvising Timberlake Improvising fancy shoe names. I don't know. Were, were you thinking Timberlands? No. I mean, well, maybe. I was standing... Yeah, I don't know. Justin Timberlake shoes. <laughs> All right. Oren. Animated father types or it's mandated. <laughs> animated father types or it's mandated. 
Animated father types. All right. So uh, this is a fatherly cartoon character. All right. It's and one of one. <laughs> uh, Dan, your subject is um, feminism. <laughs> There's one thing I don't understand about women. How come they need equal rights? Why can't they get an equal dino left? All right, Oren. Was that A? I'm talking about abuse in a prehistoric context. Pabow! Was that A, Yogi Bear? <laughs> B, George, Z- George, George Jetson? Or, <laughs> or C, Fred Flintstone? Fred Flintstone. That is correct! <laughs> All right, Morgan. Score is two to three. Two to three. All right, okay. Morgan, it's mandated, or it's mandated. <laughs> Or uh, when a pretty woman loves your diary. <laughs> uh, it's mandated. All right. So this is a performer with the first name Amanda or Mandy. <laughs> nice. And Dan, your subject is Betsy Ross. <laughs> she made a flag. She made a flag for you, and you should respect that. <laughs> She put every star on it. She put every stripe. It means something. <laughs> All right. Morgan. <laughs> Was that A, Mandy Moore? <laughs> B, Mandy Patinkin? <laughs> or C, Amanda Mandy Bynes? <laughs> Mandy Moore? <laughs> Should have been thinking Patinkin. It was Mandy Patinkin. Mandy Patinkin. That was, a, that was a good Mandy Patinkin. It was all right. It was. It was. For a first time? All right, Oren. The, the first time, you never, you, you never forget your first Patinkin. <laughs> all right, this is the... We're all tied up. How many, how many rounds do we have to We're go? all tied up? This yeah. is the last one. This is three to three. The next winner will be the winner of the game. Okay, so if you if you get this correct, then you win the game. If you get it incorrect, you guys uh, finish it for me. No, no, no. Oh, uh, uh, no. <laughs> if, 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 if there's no score, we're still tied. Okay, then we're tied. Okay, then we'll go to the tiebreaker. Yeah, okay. penalty kicks. Okay. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll go to PKs. We'll go to the tiebreaker. So your categories to choose from are... When a pretty woman loves your diary, or abracadabra. I have to go with the pun. Abracadabra. Abracadabra. All right. So this is a magician. Nice. Okay. All right. And Dan, your subject is Australia. It's a whole the whole country down there. It's uh, the whole country is under the earth. To me, that's real magic. <laughs> I just want to do things that amaze people, so I'm, I want to go down there and see how they live and show them some things. 
look at this. Look, can I see your boomerang? I mean, can I show you something about it for a second? I just, no, 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 no. I just want to show you something. So if, you, if you shake a boomerang, it's spirits. Did you know there's spirits in it? Okay, and then what happens? What happens? Yeah, yeah, you like that. You like that. All right, all right. It's Paul Abdul. Was that A, David Copperfield, B, Chris Angel, or C, David Blaine? Yeah, it's a shot in the dark, but I'm going to use the Jeff card. Might as well. All right. All right, Jeff. Uh, What happens now? All right, so you're going to do... Just polish the edges of that one, Jeff. An impression of this person. Don't do an overhaul. No need to reinvent the wheel. Just just round it off. And Jeff, your uh, your subject is uh, bobsleds. Oh, that's... uh... (laughs) Seems like a lot of ice and snow out here. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna spend the next 73 million years inside, <laughs> inside of an igloo cooler uh, underneath the, the, uh, the bobsled track at uh, 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 Rockefeller Plaza ice uh, rink. And if I come out before 73 years, that means magic isn't real. <laughs> also, I have Eyebrows. <laughs> All right. My name is Paula Abdul. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I don't really know, so I'm going to kind of guess. I'm going to guess Chris Angel? <laughs> Dude, Just we kidding. fucking did the best David Blaine impressions <laughs> of all time. Let's see. Harmonized impressions. Thank you. Uh, Aaron, what, what does Morgan win? She wins uh, playing Krista Berg during D and D. Morgan, stay on stage. Let's bring out uh, Spencer Crittenden, and we'll play some D and D with Morgan. Let's go. Guys, how Spencer is... Crittenden, welcome. Thanks. I feel welcomed by you all. Now I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's applause for you. Yeah. It rises and then it dies. It's tough. Welcome to hell. It rises. <laughs> what a, that like was a, a great game. A Spencer, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling a bit, uh, a bit tired. Are you, are you, you're really high right now, right? I got a new vaporizer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're as high as a Georgia pine right now. Yeah, Those my are ex- tall trees. Yeah, my experience. They're not that tall. I, I can tell by the way that you're, you're gripping your, the right side of your head. Yeah, my neck's not doing its job so good. <laughs> my neck could use a little pinch hitting. Yeah. <laughs> We're cooperating. 
Hey, what's with that vapor place over across the street from from where we do the show? It's good. It says the vapor spot. Like that's just a place where you go to smoke vapor tobacco. Yeah, they have like different colors and flavors, and you could talk about your different uh, modifications they made. Is it open your... still? I probably is, it, is I mean, that like a, right a, is that like an uh, an uptick off of like a a, a hookah place like yeah now, now you just vape yeah or like Woody Harrelson's oxygen bar because it's, <laughs> it's 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 it says that they have oxygen too like it just doesn't seem like I mean I don't know what's successful and what's not I can't predict success but. Spencer can I can I hear your Woody Harrelson impression <laughs> um, hey man. <laughs> He has an oxygen bar. He used he used to, but it shut down. Man, I saw one of those in Orange County. It's fucking got a bunch of jars of air. Yeah, it just doesn't seem like it's like Pinkberry. Okay, if you told me, you know, like 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 okay, hey, who would have known that like a just a different kind of frozen yogurt or whatever would would take off? Like I wouldn't I wouldn't be like who would have thought? Yeah. But like I would definitely not predict vapor or oxygen being like a new thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I can't imagine that those places are doing that. I, I'm going to say vapor places go the uh, the way of the dodo like oxygen bars did too. Yeah. I really hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Krispy Kreme, yeah, it's a donut. It's good. Like, we, we all could have predicted that yeah, success. Make a good donut. Yeah. Or just a, yeah, one that's really bad for you. But like, if, 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 like every year I do, I, I do a gig at the MGM Grand uh, Casino in, uh, in Vegas, and there's an oxygen place, and people sit down and you strap on a bunch of oxygen to your face. And it, it looks like a bummer. <laughs> well, in Vegas, that way, I mean, yeah, maybe you you might you might actually need oxygen in Vegas. <laughs> but but they, but they hyper oxygenate the, uh, yeah, the casinos. casinos. It's supposed to be good for hangovers, right? Yeah, don't they also put an IV drip on you when they do that? They have mobile yeah. hangover vans that yeah. they where they give you uh, uh, saline. Yeah, they have in those in China, arm. but they just kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're thinking of Soylent Green. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> Still fictional, <laughs> as of yet. As of press time, China hasn't gone Soylent Green yet. What you murder saying? vans, and, and, though. There's murder vans in China. They don't. Oh yeah. Did you what? What? All right, tell us. Come on. There's just like these vans full of Chinese officials that are just waiting to grab people, pull them in, and just put them to sleep. For what? For being Chinese, man. Wait, how do you know when you're finished? <laughs> well, you never are. That's the thing. Yes. I mean, they kill you, but uh, two hours after, you want to be killed again. <laughs> that is such a old... What? What? What are you talking about? <laughs> Someone deflated in the audience. <laughs> Chinese murder vans. I, I, I yeah. Wait, Spencer, come on. Explicate. That's one of those things that I know, but I don't know why I know. I, that's all the information I have. I, I want you to just, just, uh, like, just freestyle and tell me what a, a Chinese murder van is about. I mean, what, did I not say? You, you, you say there are, there are roving vans that will just kill you for being Chinese? Well, yeah. No, not for being Chinese. They're like enemy people, like uh, people the government needs disappeared, you know? So a van pulls up and like, hey, uh, you seem like a cool guy. Come on. Uh... No, it's more violent than that. Just grab you. They, they grab you, put you in a van, and just fucking... People inject and you. And why use saline? That seems so... No, they don't. Instead of saline, it's more like poison juice. <laughs> poison juice? Yeah. 
What do they call it? MSG. Kool-Aid. <laughs> so if, if you're an en- enemy of the Chinese state, a van pulls up, and they go, hey, uh, they, they, they coerce you, or they just strong-arm you and pull yeah, you into the van? that's what I'm alleging. And then... <laughs> Didn't, didn't China uh, soften their policy on uh, on, on like... fire drills <laughs> recently? Like they don't need them to happen at every intersection now because yeah. they did some research and they're totally inefficient. They uh, they actually like put a tracking device on everybody, and for a Chinese fire drill, like actually, it's no safer than just having no fire drill at all. It turns out you should just run away from the fire. Somebody somebody's handing you research. I think that's one of our. All right. Or maybe it's a definition uh, of racism. What, what's your <laughs> <laughs> it's Amnesty International is handing you an, an affidavit. <laughs> I, I've been handed a phone that says, the execution van, also called a mobile execution unit, was developed by the government of the People's Republic of China and was first used in 1997. There's evidence that mobile execution chambers existed before 97. The state of Delaware... In the United States of America, purchased a mobile lethal injection chamber what? in 1986. The prisoner is strapped into a stretcher and killed inside the van. The van allows death sentences to be carried out without moving the prisoner to an execution ground. Well, that's nice. <laughs> it's like a dog groomer. <laughs> the vans also require less manpower per injection. No, no, no. no I, I, I read ahead. Uh, less manpower per execution, requiring four persons to assist the injection. The PRC states that the vans are more humane than previous forms of execution. Yeah, well, <laughs> including being bashed to death by a rock. Yeah, yeah, like, like yeah, like the torture. Smoking monster. a cigarette with a blindfold on. Uh, China didn't. I may be wrong, but didn't China get in trouble uh, for selling their dead prisoners to uh, Body Worlds a few years ago? Yeah, I hear they didn't really get caught until they were, um, you know, they were uh, found out they were selling right. arms to universities. Yeah, yeah. Well, but everybody's looking at these bodies at Body Worlds and similar exhibits and being like, "Why are these old Chinese? These, all these guys?" And then, like, they you, were. They you were hear just that, China? Them. We caught you doing something bad. Now it's curtains. <laughs> Finally, we finally, we finally found, caught the Chinese. Uh, they're up to something. Like, like now it's now it's all over for them. They own us. They, they do. There's nothing we can do. Those vans are coming to Delaware now. Wait, so these vans are just cruising about China, or uh, I don't know, man. I just I'm surprised I was right about that. <laughs> It's pretty amazing, yeah. I just know stuff. Your I don't know what source. the fuck it's all about. Also, like Spencer, if you're just plugging your upcoming band called Chinese Murder Van, <laughs> just come out with it. Because yeah. I will go to your show. It's less of a band and more of a live experience. <laughs> Tomorrow night, Noir. Delaware Gas Van. Do they still have bookmobiles? I suppose they don't anymore, right? No, because kids kept being murdered. (laughs) They kept getting the Chinese bookmobiles. Like, uh uh-oh. Chinese Chinese bookmobiles are a good name for a van. In the 70s, they had bookmobiles. Now the internet, I'm sure, makes us all obsolete. Do you guys have book fairs? 
there were book fairs at our school, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had those. But that was fucking bullshit. That's people selling books. That's gar- um, The only thing you could buy there is Mad what Libs do you think and Nancy Drew. Is? Bo- a bookmobile is a library, it's a, it's a, it's a public a, library on wheels, you low-road uh, motherfucker. <laughs> Dan, 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 apologize three-pronged. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry that I high-roaded you. <laughs> On my knowledge of 70s social programs. <laughs> I am remorseful both because I'm your future husband and because it again hangs a lantern on our age difference. <laughs> lantern! D- 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 update lantern. <laughs> oh, it, it, it hangs a glow stick. On the rave that is me being 12 years older than you. <laughs> cover me in the foam of... Well, cover me in Rogaine foam. Uh, my commitment to change is that it will never happen again because uh, Carter's almost dead. Uh, I'm not far Wait, behind. What, what, what do you know about Carter that I don't know? Uh, he, he has one of these. No, nobody has that. That's just you. It's called a Carter. They told me. It's like a Lou Gehrig's thing. It's like, I have, I have a Carter flap in my uh, uh, no, trachea. No, they don't. Morgan, uh, do, you, do you ride horses? I do not, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Zero for two. You're, you're, you're projecting so much onto her. <laughs> She's just a normal lady. Do you make your own yogurt? <laughs> Do you make no, your own yogurt? I, oh, okay. I make my own cereal. Oh, see, that's that's like. Um, like have you, you assemble ever, it? Have you ever had a hair wrap? <laughs> no, you, don't let the cereal you thing make go. Your own cereal? Yeah. How do you how do you make your own cereal? She puts each marshmallow in the. She she hammers each lucky horseshoe right. on a on an anvil. Catches a star from the sky. The, the actual base, base Lucky Charms you can get from any hobby store. Do you, but the good do you shit. Toast you gotta... oats? What do you yeah, yeah. Yeah, she yeah, toasts base, oats. Uh, oh, you yeah. toast oats. Yeah. It's, it's much easier. Are, are, you like easier? are you like a muesli person? Uh, yeah. yeah. What, what is muesli? So I, I guess I can call it that, but I'll put in dates and raisins and it has sliced almonds. Oh yeah, because you get nasty. Does, does anyone want to <laughs> I just came. I just can't. Are they are they sugar dates? Yes. Sugar. Oh shit. <laughs> what do you what do you mean oh. are they are they sugar dates? Of course they're sugar dates. It's a Morgan, date. What do, you, what do you do? You eat them. I'm a, I'm a graduate student. What are you studying? Nutrition. <laughs> this is gonna get so boring. <laughs> if you I, say... It's called bioinformatics. Okay. Bio what? Bioinformatics. Bioinformatics? Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, explain that to me, because I have no idea what that means. That's a study of looking like you like horses and play guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if a child's trapped under a car, you could you flip hate, it. You don't hate horses. No. Okay. You like Who hates horses? Some people hate horses. Morgan, if you had more time, you Morgan, would Morgan, tell them. me what bioinformatics are. Uh, bio, bioinformatics is uh, where biology and computer science kind of mesh together. So it's uh, computer science related to yeah biology and healthcare. So how, how would you uh, like to implement that? 
implement bioinformatics. <laughs> like, I, 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 what's, what's a practical like like? It's the Terminator. Uh, Cyborg. Cyborgs. <laughs> You're creating a, a, a race of super serial horses. You got it. <laughs> Who can play bridge Tell over it, troubled it. waters? But no, but Morgan, what, like, what, what would your dream gig be? Like, like how Jurassic, you... Park. Jurassic Park. I didn't ask yes. you, motherfuckers. <laughs> Asking Morgan. You guys are too rowdy. Yes, no. Go ahead. No, yeah, I, abs- I absolutely work with DNA sequencing data. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, so, so what, what, what was it? What? So, so yeah, if we could do if we could do some DNA engineering, that would be that would be ideal. And, and what, what, what would be the highest uh, like extension of that work? What, what would you like to create or do? Cloning. Yeah, cloning. Cloning. Yeah. Cloning what? Yeah. Like to, to Bi- what end? Bioengineering. Make. Huh? Yelling. Yelling things from the crowd. Adam. Adam, shut up. <laughs> uh, what 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 would you? Create? I mean, that's that's pretty far removed from what well, I'm doing what, right what's, now. What's the what's the highest extension of that? What would Hit you like heads. to create? <laughs> you, you mean like some some kind of new species? You, you tell me, I have no idea. Yeah, I would I would absolutely create some kind of new species. A, cre- a new species. Yeah, that would be able to survive on Mars instead of Earth. Would it be a mammal? No. Oh. What would it be? Like an insect? It would, I Couldn't guess be cold-blooded. Not on yeah, Mars. It would, it would certainly be something <laughs> asexual. You'd like to create a, a cold-blooded species that could survive in the, uh, in the wastes of uh, Mars' atmosphere? Couldn't be cold-blooded. Yeah. Uh, Not on Mars. If we, had a, if we had a Harmontown pinup calendar, you may be on the cover. <laughs> so, do, you, do you have a boyfriend? I do, yeah. He's he's back here. All right, never mind. Uh, <laughs> he's a uh, fourteen foot cockroach. I'm glad. I- <laughs> <laughs> a cyber cyber cockroach. His, his, his name is Seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to create? New she species? she had sixteen boyfriends that she made. <laughs> yes. In her basement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 17, I think you might be the one. <laughs> Until you outuse your usefulness. Uh, so you want to create a new species that might uh, survive in uh, outer space or, or, or like extraterrestrial. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be amazing. That's really cool. And so what, what, what life form do you think... If you want to hang out, we could be friends. What, 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 what form, like Spencer asked, would it be a mammal? What, what, what kind of life do you think we could create first that would live on Mars? First? Yeah. Moss. Moss. Yeah. So you, are you trying to create moss right now? I'm not, no. But if you could, would you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, w- wouldn't we all, Morgan? Let's all just make moss. I well, love that. Fr- everybody knows. That's the first terrestrial life, right? Like, moss is like plants without capillary action. Like, there's nothing. Before yeah. anything, there's moss as far as open air stuff. How did you and your boyfriend meet? <laughs> Um, he he was in my at Radio Shack. So we, oh, yeah, we were that's nice. Together. So you guys have that shared thing. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. What was the shared thing? I couldn't. I didn't hear. We he we were in the same department together. He oh, okay. So what? I, Does I, he ride horses or? <laughs> <laughs> you ride horses? No, not yet. <laughs> oh, not yet. <laughs> Morgan, do you think horses could live on Mars? I, I hope so one day. Yeah. yeah. Aren't you worried about? The moss becoming sentient and that would be amazing. Well, yeah, I guess by the time by the time whatever we create becomes sentient, like we'll be God, yeah, right? And yeah. we'll be bored, and we'll be like, "Go ahead, kill us." 
We did it to our God. I saw this coming. I put my head on the block. Just, I swear, I gotta stop putting that apple tree in the garden. What was I thinking? What do you think of, what, like, what's your, do you like Jurassic Park? What are your... Yeah, yeah I like I like Jurassic Park. Do you, um, I think, I, I think that it could be realistic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, I, there's an absolute like, like I hope that these people didn't come with Morgan. There's like a, a very defa- I was I was getting upset about the people yelling stuff out, but the thing is there's like some very passionate dinosaur people. <laughs> That, that, and they and they've committed to their role. Like they yeah. keep like every they keep I, I, bending I, every subject. Like, Dinosaurs, <laughs> Velociraptor, like a, like a Jurassic Park. Park. <laughs> and they're like, there's like three of them, and they're right over there. Jeff, Jeff Goldblum's character. <laughs> they're really into dinosaurs. They really want. Mike finds a way. Yes, 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, must I, must I, go I, faster. Must go faster. Cheetah speed. Cheetah speed. It's actually my college roommate who's screaming out. <laughs> Life finds a way. It's, 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 it's actually an all-female Jurassic Park cover band called <laughs> Clever Girl. God damn it, you cocksucker. Called <laughs> so what? Clever Girl. What? Clever Girl. I, 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 I'm in a band called Cheetah Speed. <laughs> a guy shouted it out, shouted out Clever Girl. Clever Girl, girl that's a great one. I'm in a band called uh, The Mirrored Cabinets Make Me Nervous. Who knows when they're going to attack? <laughs> Clever Girl. <laughs> Clever Girl. I love the idea of having that much presence of mind upon your death by murder. Of just admiring your murderer. What? I don't think that's ever no, happened no, no. in the history he, he, of. He spent the entire movie explaining to Jeff Goldblum and to uh, to everybody else. Look, these they, they hunt. They're not they're not lizards. They're, they hunt like uh, like they're, they're people. They have huge brains. <laughs> yes. And uh, they, they they go over here and they, that and he sees it. That's sees all the more reason for him to not be amazed in that moment. He no, should be like fuck he, fuck. <laughs> no. What am I no. retarded? <laughs> That, that's him being amazed. Him going, God damn it, I was right. He goes, clever girl, you son of a bitch. Like he, no, but he went, clever girl. Like he was coming as he died. No, I'm so honored no. to be eaten this way. He, he's, saying, he's saying, I slightly underestimated you. He should have said, you know what he should have said? And I would have bought game this. Game recognized game. Game <laughs> Speaking of game recognized game, let's play some D&D. Yes, let's. <laughs> when we last met, our heroes had burned their way through Bill Mardigan's and found themselves in an icy wasteland, trapped in a net and facing down a terrible yeti. But before they could escape, they were met with a familiar face. Tylenol with codeine, the unicorn had returned. <laughs> The unicorn convinced the Yeti to let our friends free, and together they adjourned to Tylenol's hideout in the snow. There they supped on cinnamon toast and Pop-Tarts and cocoa, and had a great, if dizzying, discussion which led in a codeine-fueled bender to the purple caverns of Tamarind. In the caverns, Tylenol bid them onward towards strange and magical gems, and as they did so, the gems transformed into creatures. Quark smashed one of them and Sharpie ensnared the others and the gang began to wonder about the sanity of their friend Tylenol. 
But then Sharpie took a shit on the floor. Would our heroes be able to stomach the foul stench? Were the crystalline critters indeed wondrous treasure? Was the unicorn still around or had he disappeared? Find out next time on an exciting new edition of Harmontown. Today, right now. If, if, if the unicorn, if, if Tylenol's still there, we could have Demorge come up and play him. Demorge, are you here? Demorge Brown to the stage, please. Unless you just wanted to have him evaporate. I mean, it's all good. Demorge, you should play Mulrain. <laughs> it's Demorge Brown, Harmontown yeah. regular. Soccer enthusiast. That is correct. How was my sports corner? Uh, I was informative, in a way. (laughs) (laughs) I was impressed that you got the teams right. (laughs) All right, so right now, there's these... uh... These creatures have turned into gems, and we, we started kicking their butts, right? Well, there's these gems that turned into creatures, really. Oh, that's what it is. So, um, they're all tied up in Sharpie's ropes, or his vines, rather. So, they're, they're not moving. They're, like, tied up. It's as and, if they're in a net. And, M- Morgan, you're going to play uh, Krista Berg. Yeah. And, Demorge, you're going to play... Uh, Tylenol Tyler, Tyler with Cody, Cody and right. Unicorn. <laughs> and you're real sassy. What do you what do you uh, what do you think? I wonder what Barack Obama would say about Chinese murder vans. (laughs) Well, look. uh, (laughs) Theoretically speaking, (laughs) if there's a van uh, with murderous equipment inside of it, (laughs) there has to be a driver. And the legal question, just going by my background in civil rights and uh, 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 constitutional law, is just to say, you know, is the driver separate from uh, uh, the one pulling the strings? So, what I've done is convene a committee to convene a committee, and we're going to reach out across the aisle to some good folks and see if we can't get... um, well, get to the bottom of this issue, and when we do, we'll certainly come forward and, uh, and, and, and talk more in depth about that. What, I, what, I, what, I, what I'm not prepared to do at this time uh, is go on the record about whether or not murder bans exist in this country. You have to define murder. You have to define ban. Uh, anybody, any good citizens with information about this, uh, need to hit us up at uh, whitehouse.gov. <laughs> and, uh, for a limited time, we're giving away White House sugar cookies. <laughs> what, 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 what goes on at whitehouse.gov? What, what's the website like? What's the uh, splash page? It's actually, uh, it's really cool. You get to pilot a drone. <laughs> Well, okay. Over Kansas, let, let, and you can just monitor people. Let me be clear about that. That is a simulator. <laughs> and, uh, 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 you know, um, it's, uh, not, it's, it's not an actual drone. <laughs> but it is a good way, using URLs to track back uh, and find people, uh, addresses and, and things, who are qualified and are good, and we need good people to pilot drones. So, you know, once again... Uh, we've got your information. We'll find you. <laughs> Thank you, Barack. He's a good guy. He's very folksy. He, 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 he's, he's kind of fake folksy. He he's, sounds folksy. He's folksy. folksy. 
he's erudite. I'm not sure where he was born. <laughs> but he feels American Barack, to me. Where, 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 Barack, can we just can we take this moment at, at Harmontown? No one's listening. No one's recording. Can we find out? Can we learn where exactly? <laughs> no one's uh, listening. Everybody's listening. What, what, what your what your citizenship actually is? Well, look, I, I'll do this one last time. <laughs> uh, I was born in a hospital. <laughs> All right, thank you. All right. Okay. I mean, but you know, it, it comes up from time to time, and, and, and a fellow asked me if I was an eggplant, and uh, you know, look, man, uh, I mean, you've got to do your own due diligence on this stuff. So, for the last time, born in a hospital, uh, ate Gerber food as a child. Uh, I don't even think you can get that in Canada, so I think you know where I'm from. <laughs> You seem more and more evasive. The more, the more questions we ask, the more evasive it, it becomes. Well, wouldn't you? It's more fun. It's more fun? It's more fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. Jeff, are you leading us towards being a birther podcast? <laughs> yes. I, I, oh, oh, dude, I'm a fucking way birther from old, from way back. I'm a, di- I'm a dyed from in the wool. Back. Carry me out in a oh, box back. birther. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now's where you find out where I'm a fucking hardline right winger. <laughs> yes, I'm a Jeff winger. That, that's, that's Adam Goldberg being hack in the audience when I'm repeating him. All right. Jeff is, or Adam is particularly drunk. Yeah, that's true. Adam, are you fucked up right now? Woo! Oh, dear God. <laughs> Doesn't it, it doesn't enhance your personality. All right, Spencer. <laughs> Duly noted. Spencer, okay, so uh, yeah. what are we looking at right now? Describe our surroundings again You're in the purple caverns. Uh, behind you is the cavern exit. It uh, goes into the purple canyon. Before you is a pile of crushed, uh, let's see, crushed sapphire and also a ruby red crab and an emerald beetle. They're tied up in vines. As I said earlier, they've been tied up uh, because they were. were they, you tied them up last week. Were they? Were they animate? They were. They yeah. were animating right towards you. Sorry, Dad. Dad was a little drunk last week. I mean, no, no judgments. Uh, and these, I, I tied these crabs up because they, they had ill intent. They certainly seemed that way. Yeah. All right, let's kill the uh, let's remaining gem beetles. All right, you you want to you, you want to lead the attack, Sharpie? Sure. By the power of Grayskull. <laughs> what are you, Adam Goldberg? Gently, gently. Boy, I I feel like it's been ages since I've. Ray of Frost recharged my. Uh, <laughs> I think Ray of Frost is like a zero level spell that does like zero to two damage. It sure is. Yeah. Sharpie, Sharpie, real, real quick. Why are we in this cave right now, dude? Ask. And what are, and what are we doing? Greg Proops played Tylenol with Cody, and he whisked us off to this purple cave. Spen- Spencer right just sat there listening yeah. as. <laughs> Proops basically DM'd like 
I, was, I, was, I feel Greg like I helped. Invent- no, no, no. I wasn't. I wasn't disparaging. Spencer, like you. Did Greg just invent that cape? And all um, that? you know, well, uh, it's a cape. <laughs> I didn't know that. I... There's a, it's a wide world. This Dungeons and Dragons place. <laughs> And we were just we were just whisked off to this place, and we just kind of like yeah, we don't know what we're doing okay. here. And there's these crab beetles, gem things. Um, I, I just uh, god damn it, do I have scorching ray? Is that depleted? Oh yes, it's not depleted. You have scorching it. ray on uh, the nearest gem crab beetle. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you were in a blackout last time, weren't you? <laughs> Would seem so. <laughs> You blast it with a scorching ray, and it uh, it seems to be burned to a kind of rocky crisp. It just is all black and cloudy and doesn't move anymore. It's clever girl. <laughs> Does it count when you're killing something? Maybe. There's one thing left. It's also tied up and not moving. One of you guys... Do the honors. Uh, uh, what, does it, what does it look like? It's a green beetle made of emerald. Uh, I, I, I take out it's... my uh, I take out my mighty great sword and I I, I just do a a vertical like slice down the middle of it. All right, yeah, it's it's pretty much immobile. So you do that and slice <laughs> it right in half. And it doesn't move anymore. It's just two hunks of an emerald beetle. All right, well, it's already dead. It is now. All right, <laughs> I. I uh, I uh, examine the uh, the loot. It's definitely made out of some form of emerald. It might be, you know, worth money if you sold it to someone who is into that. <laughs> all right, everybody, scoop all this shit up because, like, we we were on a million adventures, and then the last time somebody we tried to buy a hot dog, and then we were broke <laughs> because we never bothered to pick up any of the shit. Like, just we spent yeah. a turn picking all the shit up. Yeah. You pick all this shit up. <laughs> You put it in a bag or whatever. Everything shiny goes in a big bag of holding. That happens. All right. All right, we're rich. Well, are we? Well, you have items that might be worth value if traded. It's like having a lot of uh, sugar or something. I, I, I look around the, uh, the, the purple cavern for an, for an exit, that not, not the one we came in. You see, it seems to go deeper in. There's a dark crack that makes it, you know, there's no light in it. And that's why it's dark in that crack. I, 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 uh, I examine that crack. So dark, you can't see. I sniff the crack. Oh, man. It smells like, uh, it smells like metal. Like metal. Metal crack. <laughs> I use my goggles with my newt seeing. Um, Yeah. You see the crack up really close, I guess. I, I, I turn around and go, waste of time. Mage, mage light. You light it up. You see it's like maybe within this crack you might be able to squeeze through, but there's like a seven-foot space that kind of goes around a bend. It's like a, you know, like a corner or something. Through the crack? Yeah, so it's like there's a little space and then it... Rounds a bend. Is it big enough for a gnome to fit through? Definitely. I crawl through that crack. You crawl through that crack, and you see there's this little bend I talked about earlier. I round that bend. You venture round the bend, and what you see astonishes and frightens you. You see, sitting upon a raised stone flat or a platform, a massive, it must be at least fully grown adult, black dragon. Laying 
must be half asleep, if not more than half asleep. How, how hey, have you seen any dragons? Come back. <laughs> I, I go back to the to the to, the, to our campaign and I say, "There's a sleeping black dragon over there." Are they uh, worse than regular dragons, or is that just? Can I use my ability to, to detect evil? You use your ability to detect evil. You detect evil. Racist. Uh, all right, guys, we got a, we got an evil black dragon sleeping on a slab over there. I should mention white dragons are evil too. I'll I'll say. Are all dragons? Is there a color of dragon that's not evil? Golden dragons. Oh, all right. But they don't Where they have they? mobile murder vans? Oh. <laughs> Look, I'm just a white dragon. All I know is racism. <laughs> you just trying to figure out which race is worst. Dragon. Uh, can can we send uh, Codeine with Tylenol in there? Because he's, he's a magic unicorn. Uh, I mean, well, can I reduce him with my uh, the shrinky person thing? Who won't work on Tylenol? Uh, no, he's a magical beast. Okay. Can I put him there? So are you, by the way. I wish. <laughs> can I can I fit through the crack? Uh, yeah, you can. I don't think Tylenol can fit through. It's not a horse size crack. Okay, I'm going to. All right, I'm going to take uh, some pieces of my. <laughs> I'm gonna take some pieces of my rope. All right. And I'm gonna take the red paint from my craft supplies and I'm gonna splatter it all over me like I've been injured. Okay. Okay. Wait, what are you doing with the rope, <laughs> oh, no. though? Oh, like, I, I've been restrained, but I've broken free. So I'm gonna take the ropes, I'm gonna wrap them around my hands, but I'm gonna cut them down the middle so it looks like someone's freed me. Okay. Okay. Scoops. What? If you If you go in there and try to, like, run some kind of quick change game on a black dragon no one no one else can fit through the crack like, I, I like, can I'm a, I'm a gnome I can fit through it well what I can't get through there well I could teleport through there maybe but but let's talk about this like it's 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 not it's not an episode of the Brady Bunch we're not gluing a vase back together like what are we what's our end game what do you you gotta share with us what are you doing well I I'm going to slip through the crack and then I'm going to I'm going to pretend that I've just been tortured by people who hate the black dragon. <laughs> but, but I love the black dragon. And I come in and I say, like, are you okay? Like, I, like I, I, I got free. Uh, where, where are you vulnerable? <laughs> if, guys, this is crazy enough to work. <laughs> If, if only God was six, <laughs> all of your plans would always work. <laughs> That'll be the name of my autobiography. <laughs> Are you there, God? And can't you be six? <laughs> so some of my harebrained schemes I, can work. But I, I'm going to really, I'll, I'll slather it on. I'm a charming elf. Half elf. Um, what? Totes? <laughs> do, do you speak draconic? Somebody asked. Do you, do you, do you speak dragon? Yeah. Like look on your, look on your sheet. <laughs> There's an answer. It's yes. not. Your sheet is the thing with vodka spilled on it. I don't technically speak draconic, but I think I speak uh, 
emotions. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like, like, I like, feel... Evil, like evil dragons do. <laughs> I speak elvish and I speak common. But I think maybe this dragon... Does a, does a dragon speak common? Uh, you, you don't know. Dragons are highly intelligent uh, beings, you know. I feel like a lot of times we feel compelled to do things just because it seems like we could. <laughs> and we don't stop to think if we should, am I right? J- dinosaur people? Yeah. <laughs> the great thing about Dungeons and Dragons as opposed to a video game or a pop-up book you read to your kid in bed, like, there's no, we could fucking walk away. <laughs> This, this dragon is a whole crack away from us. We can actually shout through the crack, fuck you, black dragons suck, and that, walk is away. That, is that how you want to live your life, Sharpie? Avoiding every dragon and is this, walking away from every emerald beetle? Like, what are your... I've killed the emerald beetles. Show me the emerald beetle. I'll fucking slay it like a master born to the task. It's a black dragon. We just got our, we're constantly getting our asses kicked and doing bad things to good people. And it's just like our life has become a waking nightmare. Yeah, but, 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 but outside this purple cavern is a wasteland. It's a snowy wasteland. Like, um, well, uh, that, well, was, that, that was weeks away. Yeah, like, I mean, you're, you're, you're out of the frozen. It's a lot warmer now. I say we walk, so you're walk saying, out the front door you're saying, you're like saying, men. You're saying, you're cowardly saying, men. We, we, we leave sleeping dragons alive. Yeah. And we get the and he's not out. going anywhere. He's going to be just as dragony, just as black, just as behind a tiny crack. Now where are we going? I'm, I'm Maya Angelou. Too soon. I'll get on me and I can ride him out of there. Uh, I, I'm just suggesting that uh, uh, we're not ready for this boss level. <laughs> All right, fine. I jump on Tylenol with Codeine's back, and I say, "Whippa!" <laughs> <laughs> you do that, and he gets it. Uh, and I can. Can the rest of them get on me? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, we sturdy, have. Right? We have a sturdy frame. Yeah. Okay, we we all get on Tylenol's back and <laughs> we I just race. <laughs> we just we, we just see a black dragon and we go. Eh. Well, Jeff, what? I mean, what's your well, name? Can we talk about what we want? Well, what are the? If she wants to go in there, can I use my amulet of magic? Uh, uh, no, not my amulet. My uh, my magic circle against evil. Offer it to her or protect her in some way with that as she oh. goes in. Uh, you can, but it it's like centered on you, and since you can't fit in that room, it won't right. help very much. Okay. Gentlemen, I mean, if you guys want to die, gentlemen, I, I call a I call a roundup. <laughs> All right. All right. A roundup. Uh, uh, adventurer's code dictates no one can refuse a roundup call. <laughs> <laughs> also, there has to be a barbecue at some point. <laughs> there will be if we. Go I, I, I fashion an old timey triangle and I, I, I ring a dinner bell. Okay. I, I present yeah. some beef. Uh, gentlemen. <laughs> Were there buttermilk biscuits too? Yes. Okay. <laughs> biscuits what are ready. We, right now, um, I feel like we're a little aimless, but I know that there's a dragon in that crack. <laughs> I know that there's a dragon in the crack. I also know that recently baby plans were presented. What? <laughs> we, we remember when we stole baby plans and a baby, baby robot. Oh, we have, yeah, we have a baby robot. And maybe. 
maybe this is crazy. Maybe you'll also be on board. But what if we made a town of babies? Because <laughs> we have nothing else going on. Or what if... <laughs> I mean, or what's happening. But imagine, like, a town of babies. There's a baker baby, and then there's, like, the taxi baby. I like that. I like that. Can I use this amulet of shadow worlding to see if there is one out there? Is that that what that does? A baby town? It'll take you to the shadow world, but you don't think there's a baby village there. (laughs) We'd make our own. I I like the idea of settling down and creating for a change instead of destroying. <laughs> we've been through so much and I, we've I, hurt so many. I, I feel like th- there's, Sorry, a, I there's a sleeping dragon. You know the dragons have all kinds of loot. They're always sitting on some sort of crazy treasure chest. Jeff, there's a dragon in every crack. <laughs> and there always will be. Christoberg, what do you think? I say, I say we should get out of here. Hmm. To make a baby Bioinformatics. town. Bioinformatics. Yeah. To make a baby town. Imagine an entire town of babies that do bioinformatics and they granola. Oh, yeah! <laughs> exactly. We could add some dinosaurs. And maybe we make tall babies, but that's terrifying. That's terrifying. <laughs> Never mind. Nah, that's the worst. That's the worst idea I've ever had. That's an awful idea. Giant babies, like the little bodies, but with long legs. And they're sophisticated. Ugh. Close encounters. All right, Quark. Quark. What if, we, what if we tied a rope around you yeah, and let you go in the crack? You go talk to the dragon. I'll yank you back. The, dra- the, the, dra- the dragon on the crack. What? Dragon on the crack. The dr- black dragon. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because I don't want you to be unhappy. But didn't didn't I you love already you. know that he was evil? We detected evil. I feel like if, if I'm going to go in there, yeah, I, I, I want Krista Bird to come with me because he's the thief. Yeah, he, he's, the, he's the most stealthy among us. Can I fit? Yeah. Everybody well, let me like your okay. So I can fit. Okay, I, 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 I crawl back through the crack. I just poke my head around and see what else I see beside a sleeping dragon. You'd see pretty much nothing else. It's otherwise a barren cavern that has no other exits or entrances. And, and there's, there's, there's nothing that looks like a treasure chest or anything sexy? Not even a little. You guys uh, see a treasure chest or anything? <laughs> I I'm, crawl I'm back kidding. The, I don't really do that. I crawl back to the crack and go, Jesus Christ, keep it down. All right. Sorry. <laughs> okay. I say, all right, look, you're right. It's only a, a diamond in the crack. Sun rooftop. Digging the scene with the gangster link. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't understand that reference. Village. <laughs> Dragon in the crack. I mean, I, I'll, I'll bet you, yeah, I'll bet you, ten thousand flurbos, whatever <laughs> the fucking currency. You don't have ten thousand flurbos. Uh, that we we go out of this purple cave. Yeah, we're gonna find some settlement or township. Okay, Everybody and they're gonna go. That. They're gonna go. I'll give you a million flurbos if you kill that black dragon. And we're going to get to sleep, recharge our spells. Well, and that sounds like so much fun. (laughs) Wait, but you wanted to make a baby village. I'm trying to help you. I also wanted to walk into the crack. Walk into the crack, motherfucker. (laughs) Walk in. Dragon in the crack. Walk in the crack. Everyone go in the crack. Everyone everyone go in the crack. I walk in the crack, but I have the ropes. I do my whole plan. Yes, do the thing. (laughs) I walk in the crack. I'm not going to fucking... Hold on to your butt. As a barbarian. As a barbarian. (laughs) This guy's love Jurassic Park. I I, I don't like that there's just dragons laying a fucking around fucking doing nothing. I'm going to kill a dragon for no reason. (laughs) 
Because you know what? We, we have become chaotic neutral, right? At least. At least. <laughs> At the very least, we're chaotic. All right. Aaron, Mulrain, go, go talk to the dragon. Do, do this Sesame Street level <laughs> con game on him. All right. Where you no, literally say Sesame Street because at least it's something. But okay, I, 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 do it. I, 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 I go in there with uh, with Krista Berg and like as a, as a uh, as a gnome where I can kind of fit through the crack and he and he's small enough to fit through, right, Spencer? Yeah, but I thought he wanted to get out of here. I I, I say Krista Berg, we go in there because I, I I've never met a dragon that didn't sit on some sort of fucking crazy treasure. <laughs> and I'm easily swayed. What? Let's go. All right. Oh, so she's in. Yeah. Part of bioinformatics is adaptation. <laughs> Wait, uh, you're Krista Berg. Yeah. And you're Tylenol. Okay, yeah, so Krista Berg, let's go. Let's and go I'm this. too big to fit through the crack. You can fit through the crack. Fuck. I don't know where you fuck, got fuck. this. <laughs> hey, Sharpie. Uh, hey, uh, you can fit through the crack. I'm coming. I'm going to make a prediction. Metagaming. Spencer's wanted to kill us for three months. <laughs> and we are walking into a six-foot hole you, you, you guys and just, handing him a shovel. You because he's ready to move on. You've missed all the cracks before. You just don't look at them most. <laughs> oh. I run inside. Are, are you saying that all the fucking things that we've destroyed, all the, all the, all the travails that we've... Uh, uh, tra- Traversed. Uh, that we can't kill one sleeping dragon? I'm scared. Half asleep. Scared of the black one? So Mulrain runs in, right? What, I run in. What I, I heard. Have, I have fake blood spatter on me and the ropes and everything. Oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we're all just hanging back. <laughs> just describe the chamber, Spencer, that the, the, the dragon lives in. It looks like a cave, roughly uh, kidney bean shaped in floor plan. Kidney bean shaped? Of course, the geography of a cave makes its ceiling and walls be all weird shaped. Where is the dragon in the bean? It's sitting uh, right in the bean's uh, mid middle, middle right. section. Ha! 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 This is the best. This is my favorite. This is my favorite part of every. All right. Uh, let, let's all agree that while Mulrain does this, we all are very near the exit. Uh, or, or very near the popcorn machine. I'm just eating popcorn and watching. I'll show you. So, yeah, you make those noises. It's still seemingly asleep. It's not really registering you right now. <laughs> I walk up and I eat. I, I get closer to the exit. So he's asleep, so I, I poke around the room. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Should I find anything? There's really nothing else other than okay. this dragon sitting it, on this it, stone I, platform. Is poking around a full a full move action? Uh, sure. I make a I make a, I, a gasp. You gasp. Uh, and I and I flop myself down in front of the black she's, dragon. She's trying to wake up this dragon. The dragon stirs and slowly its long serpentine head uh, lifts up off of its place on its. Front paws. I get, I get all the way into the exit. <laughs> I I, I, I'm, 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 I'm basically leaving. Uh, hey, oh, so glad you're awake. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it, uh, it, it continues to stir and it starts to look at you like half waking up, you know. Okay. 
Hello. Um, wow, glad you're awake. This has been a long journey for me. From point A to point B. Point A being that I learned that you are the dragon that's the best dragon, who has the best ideas about everything. And point B being finally meeting you because there's a there is a town that is coming for you and I am here to protect you. They tied me up. They cut me and don't look for the cuts, but they, <laughs> there, there was blood. I mean, I, I threw up a lot of blood and they took that blood and they spattered. I mean, this is gross. You don't want to hear this, but um, what is happening? <laughs> it uh, opens and closes its mouth a couple times, revealing its razor sharp jaws, and you can see acid starting to bubble up in its mouth hole. I leave. Uh, it- well, no, wait. I, I, that I, happens to me when I sleep, too. I actually... <laughs> it could be nothing. Uh, ex- exactly. I would get mad, too, hearing about this town. Um, I mean, my, my mouth is foaming thinking about this, but, I mean, I guess I'll get on your back and I'll ride you to victory. Or, like, what do we... How do we make this work? Or, like, where are your diamonds? Or, like, what's your story? <laughs> I'm all the way outside the fucking cave. <laughs> the dragon it, it roars ferociously so loud that your ears are ringing and hurt, and you feel bad about hearing that noise. <laughs> so so um, loud is that, it? So let's just talk differently. <laughs> if we can communicate differently, are we... Are we cool? <laughs> it just continues to look at, a, at you after... Um, what was it roaring it did right <laughs> after roaring and you see you see uh maybe where the tonsils would be on its throat they start to bulge up like uh maybe like a toad's sack what do toad right. okay so I, I run out through the crack <laughs> what the fuck what the fuck let's get out of here me first yeah, get out of here everybody on my back come on everybody on my back <laughs> Asshole. I'm riding everybody out of there while this, right, while this argument's going on. Sorry, guys. I, uh, you know, we all misstep sometimes. Yeah, but sometimes everyone's telling you don't misstep. And then you're like, no, for real. Someone was going to Although everybody wanted to go everyone in that fucking crack. Everybody you know, I, I wanted to out. sneak in there. I, I didn't want to go wake him up. I, I didn't want to go... <laughs> Nah, come on. You all wanted your crack and you all got it. I alone wanted to run first. Would have saved us 20 minutes game time. I would have got in there with Christopher and we we, would have gone in there and while he was asleep, we would have sneaked in there and and tried to rob him. Like like burglars. To the baby village! (laughs) So you ride out of these purple caverns and... You can't really see for a moment. The light, it's blinding you. But the first thing you see in the sky is a large black shape. It's, it's floating. Fuck, God it's damn floating it. towards you. He's pulling us over. It's, oh, no. I guess, yeah, sure. No, no. No, no. Um, what is the shape that I mentioned? I'm not sure. Large and oh, black. Oh, it's black. 
and silver. It uh, it looks like a it's a zeppelin. It uh, you see you see the markings on the zeppelin. It seems to be the markings of Admiral Darkstar. The zeppelin oh. is heading directly towards you, incredibly quickly. It appears to be on a crash course with your direct location. Well, uh, uh, Tylenol. Evasive. Can I, can, I, can I take evasive action? You take evasive action. You do so with such grace and alacrity. Or maybe not. Let's. let's... <laughs> with such grace and alacrity. Right as the zeppelin goes crashing into the purple wall of the purple canyon and it explodes in a great fireball, you dodge out of the way and a crumple hole falls to the ground with a clunk and you see three flaming goblins screaming and running out of the hole of this ship. Away from us Jesus. toward us. And they're goblins. There's three of them. They're, uh, they're stop dropping and rolling to try and put out the fire on their bodies, but it's not, it's not extinguishing. They were just going to ram us with a Zeppelin? Nah, who knows, man. Mulrain, take some arrows and shoot those guys down. I draw two arrows. Yes. And I, uh, at the, at the drone? At the goblins. At the goblins. Oh, but they're hurt already. But they're just, like, the people in the Hindenburg, like, kill them. You know, they're, I don't, I don't think I'm... Guys, they're goblins on Admiral Darkstar's ship. They're not here to help. They're, they're dying. Huh? I don't think I'm chaotic. Okay. I'm not chaotic good anymore. I take out my cutlass and I start running towards them, screaming. Running? We're on a flying fucking he unicorn. Fly. He doesn't fly. He's not a Pegasus. He's a I unicorn. jump off of him. I can. Can I activate my uh, circle of uh, uh, my circle against evil? Sure, well. that happens. But you're standing still, right? Now? Oh, she's off me now? Well, she was running towards it with the cuss, I, I think. Well, I'm, I'm safe. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you are safe. Run, can I run alongside I run her? I jump back her? on him. All right. You're, you're on him. And now I'm riding toward the goblins, uh, having activated the circle against evil. All right. This happens. You approach the goblins with your circle, and your circle engulfs the goblins, and the goblins are not bothered somehow, yet I, still their flesh burns. Can I use multi-attack on them? Uh, sure. You know? So Let's do it. multi-attack on them? You stab one directly in the eye with your forehead. <laughs> I mean, the, uh, the, I, the, the horn on that. I use my whisper bow to shoot out the other one. All right. Hold on. What are we doing? It's like, it's, like, it's like we're the fucking it, DEA that, outside of Waco. Like, just... <laughs> Picking off fucking fleeing Davidians. <laughs> what are we, let's just so, get out of here. Well, you. Uh, they tried to. They, they tried to ram us with a zeppelin. They missed. And well, they, yeah. They. The karma is like, has been wrought on them. They're, with the multi attack, you stab the guy in the eye and he dies. The other guy, you stomp on his head with your hoof and his Jesus. head pops. God <laughs> Almighty! There's one, there's one flaming goblin remaining. Okay, I, I go up, I, I run to the fl last flaming goblin, I take my water skin out, and I douse him and to try to save him, just to ask him some questions. You douse him in uh, the water, and his fire goes out, but then it comes back, and he's on fire again. Um, I piss on him. All right. It extinguishes the fire, and then it comes back. I, 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 I blow him out like a birthday candle. And, uh... Nothing happens that time, but in doing all this, he, he, he stops rolling on the ground, and he sits up, and he's like, what? I guess I'm okay, but I'm on fire. 
scorching ray. Uh, no, I'm sorry, ray of frost to see if it puts out the fire. Um, it burns. He's like, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, I know, but no, he, you're, he, you're not on fire anymore. Uh, I still am, though. He likes being on fire. He's okay being He's on fire. He's still on fire. He's he okay. likes, you like being on fire? I mean, I don't like it, but it's, I guess, fine. <laughs> I'm not dead. He's okay. So ask him questions. We've never gone this long. We gotta we gotta figure out a way to Um I tried to I, I wanted to kill everybody. I, I wanted to fight a dragon. Um You wanted to placate every goblin and dragon you ever met. I wanted to leave. I wanted to leave. And All it's right. it's been recorded. Well then then, 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 then talk to this this goblin who who almost tried to kill us, or at least was a passenger on a Zeppelin. Is on fire, doesn't doesn't hate it. We can't put it on. Yeah, putting him out doesn't work. Can I stuff him in the bag of holding? Yep. I stuff him in the bag of holding. <laughs> and I go, like, there's a lot of shit in there. Like, a lot of it might be worth something, but you're going to get waterboarded later. <laughs> Enhanced, in, interrogated. Is, is, is there anything else on the Zeppelin that, that survived? Uh, I mean, it's about 20 feet off. I go to the Zeppelin. You go to the Zeppelin! <laughs> you see a flaming sack. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I examine the flaming sack. It burns, it burns apart before you and you see small uh, cloth and wooden goods being consumed, but among them you see, untarnished by the flames, a crystalline disc of sorts. Oh, I grabbed that disc and I put it in the robot baby. You do that. What? The robot baby. CD-ROM I'm holding. It makes a crazy noise and starts vibrating and then it goes unit active, diagnostic ah, complete. Baby villain! Baby villain! We fucking did it. What Demars Brown, everybody. <laughs> Morgan, what's your last name? Carol? Harold. Morgan Harold? Close enough. Morgan Harold, everybody. Aaron McGathy, Spencer Crittenden, I'm Jeff Davis. Your mayor is Dan Harmon, as always. I feel like next week's D&D is going to be something fucking spectacular because we activated a robot, baby. Sorry if you have work in the morning, sorry. We serve breakfast. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. 
In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed. 